Hey, everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How you doing? You still alive? You still, uh, you still on Facebook? How much time are you giving to Facebook for post-election coverage? Don't give too much more. It can consume you and drive you crazy. I can attest to that. Uh, wow, we have a new president. I'm sure you know that if you open your eyes and, and just get up in the morning. Um, man, crazy. Um, you know, I've, I've got my, my feelings and perspectives on it, uh, as does Brad. And we actually uh, shared it, uh, shared our feelings on the election results in the last tune-in episode. Um, in a funny way, in a fun, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, very opinionated conversation. Uh, we shared a lot of thoughts and, and uh, ideas about why it happened, but um, it happened. So anyway, let's, uh, let's try to fucking get through this. Yeah, comedy has never been more needed, I think, in the world. And uh, Chappelle and his monologue on SNL was a uh, prime example of that. Um, anyway, uh, go back and listen, if you haven't already, to, uh, to all the tune-in episodes, bonus episodes, just Brad and I, old school. Um, you just got to get the tune-in app, and, uh, and you can get all those episodes. So, uh, so do that. I um, hope you guys had a great weekend. I was in Wise Guys, uh, in, I'm sorry, in Utah. Uh, in Salt Lake City in Ogden, Utah, at Wise Guys Comedy Club. Had a fucking blast. That club is insane. So fun. Brought my boy Avery Pearson. Did some music. Crowds were amazing. Thank you very much for coming out. Uh, especially uh, especially the, uh, the new fan of the week. Um, super fan. She's listened to every Alien episode. I think she said twice. Um, she's unbelievable. And uh, sweetest person ever. Um, Came up to the show in Ogden, brought me a gift bag of beefaroni and Pop-Tarts uh, from some stuff in my act. Uh, her name, this week's Fan of the Week, the About Last Night Fan of the Week, is boop, 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 Terry Warren. Terry Warren, you know who you are. Big ALN fan. The best hugger. Uh, so sweet. She freaked out when she met me. That never happens. That was, uh, it was cool. She's the greatest. Terry, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for coming to the show. And uh, shoot me your email, um, an address, uh, email aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com with your address. I want to send you some ALN merch and uh, some goodies. So thanks for listening. Uh, Utah was a blast. Thanks for coming out. I'll be back soon. Keith Stubbs out there does a great job and uh, had a blast. Um, today's episode is an episode with a guy we've been wanting to do it for a long time. He is a comedy fucking beast. He's one of these guys that everybody likes to watch. He's been killing it for a long time. He's, uh, man, just one of those guys that has so much insight into the business and comedy um, because of his story of just working the clubs. And and uh, he was a 7-Up spokesman for a while. Um, his stories from the road and, and growing up in Chicago, working in New York, and, and just working alongside the greats and how he would... Um, take that in and how he would apply it to his own life and and work um working with robin williams when we get these robin williams stories it's really unbelievable and uh our guest had some of those uh, as well as an amazing just approach to comedy if you're a young comic or someone who's thinking about it or or uh even just somebody who loves comedy our guest breaks it down in a way that uh really makes you think and uh he's hilarious go see him live any chance you get i'm talking about godfrey that's right baby godfrey just goes by Godfrey because he's fucking. When you see him and meet him, you're like, oh yeah, dude, you're you're just everything that comes with that name. Uh, nice dude, personable, hard ass worker, and uh, again, this episode was a lot of fun. Um, we've been trying to get him for a while, but he lives in New York, so uh, the time worked out. He went out of his way and and crushed it. So enjoy the hell out of this episode. Follow Godfrey on Twitter. 
uh, at Godfrey Comedian. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy, at Funny Brad for Brad, at Alan Podcast, at Alan Podcast on Instagram, Adam Ray 33 on Instagram, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, Brad, this weekend's going to be in Flappers. Uh, I'm sorry, in Burbank, California at Flappers Comedy Club, November 18th and 19th. Get your tickets at uh, flapperscomedyclub.com. I, this weekend, will be in Timonium, Maryland at Magooby's Joke House. Uh, that's right, Timonium, Maryland. I think it's not too far from Baltimore. Uh, at Magooby's Joke House, Joke House, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. Come see me. Uh, and the next week after that, I'll be at the uh, Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. Get your tickets. All this information at adamraytv.com. Astoymerchandise.com for uh, all your ALN merch. Hat shirts, mugs, posters. Bring them to the shows. We'll sign them. Sign a bunch of shirts this weekend. Uh, I love it when you guys bring merch out. It's just uh, a cool way to support the pod. And, uh, and we love it. Uh, man, so many great episodes uh, coming up in the next few weeks. We've got a bunch in the can. Uh, the Neil Patrick Harris episode in New York went incredible. Can't wait to drop that soon. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed and tell a friend. Tell somebody today. Just a friend, a, a Facebook message, post about the podcast, pass it on, pay it forward so that the show can keep growing and, uh, and, and you can, you know, make somebody's day in these tough, tough Trump times. Fuck. Now that we got the tour dates out of the way, the election results out of the way, the uh, Twitter handles, the merch info, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Godfrey. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. It's about last night. No, but there's a switch for the uh, noise canceling. Oh, oh yeah, I had bo- I have both noise canceling from ten years ago. Oh really? They still work too. They're still dope, and they shut off the noise. And you, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you're like. I got a pair from my dad, and he's like, I don't like it. He's like, it sucks out too much noise. I'm like, what? <laughs> Seventy-two. He's just like. That's the point. I guess he's just so used to some background noise. Yeah, yeah, you want. That's like you saying like, be aware, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but to me, that's like saying like, ah, she she used absolutely no teeth in the blowjob. I, I like some. <laughs> well, that's yeah. I like some just to know, oh, just to know they're there. That's how your dad was raised, though. Just yeah. to know that she has a little passion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then you know, we're all... remember the first toothy blowjob? Like, <laughs> I, the sad part is I do toothy. Wow. Yeah, I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> and. And like I've uh, uh, I've never done it, so I don't know how difficult it is. But uh, it, it 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 got frustrating. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I just want to go yuck to that one. That really, was, right. you know, yeah. back to Robin we, Williams we stories. Like, we yeah. both were like, "What?" <laughs> I love that. I was trying to keep the ball bouncing. <laughs> Damn it! And I'm looking at you and your poster, and yeah. then you, yeah. and then that thing you just said. Was angry. It, is, it, it, it is weird that we sit below our faces. That's yeah. dope. That's fucking dope. So I ain't yeah. in front. That shit is hot. Well, it was like we had we made this for like a live show, and then once once my roommate split, and this was like my place, and this is where we were doing it all the time. I was like, yeah. I want to make it feel at least as close to like. Somewhat of a studio. Well, you got the Indian restaurant thing with the Christmas lights. It's <laughs> fucking, fucking weird. I'm, yeah, like, I'm still a single dude. I like in my how 30s. you have that fucking holiday spirit around your dumb poster. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really bugging me right now. Oh, Chinese do, restaurant. Do carols go with this fucking poster? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It, it, yeah, and, and he's Jewish. That's the ironic part. Are you part. Jewish? Yeah. I mean, 
Ray's not a Jewish last name. It's my dad's last name. A lot of times you can't tell. You can be yeah. Italian. You got because yeah. it's that look. You got that Mediterranean. You can be. You yeah. got that. If I got a beard, I'm about like to be a terrorist. Yeah, fucking sure. five o'clock shadow <laughs> shit. You got that. It's I did it. <laughs> You know, it, you can be any. You can pass yeah, for anything. I appreciate that. Yeah, Dude, you, I mean, no, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a compliment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, to be if I say diverse. you look Italian, would that be awesome? Yeah, I don't know. Would it be? I don't I know many times. If a Jewish person goes, man, if someone goes, you look Italian. I think they go, good, fuck, right. that's dope. <laughs> I don't take because yeah. to be Italian is like amazing. Right. I don't look. Uh, <laughs> just I, I. What are you? What are you? I'm I'm boring. I'm German and Welsh. That's. Ugh, that's but who sees right. you and thinks so that white. first? Uh, well, be, but you know yeah. what's sad is that you're, you're, you're a, a small, you're a, no. yeah. you're a small person, but yeah. people don't see you as a race. Yeah, they're like you're not anything. You're just yeah. like a small person. Yeah, you're, you got you're your like, own category. You're a, you're a midget, isn't that a race? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, I'm, you're, aren't you midget? Like, yeah. If you say I'm Irish, you're like no, they don't come like you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. You guys, you got you guys have meetings or a march or something. <laughs> You guys, uh, who, who, who's the midget Al Sharpton? Yeah. Who's that What's guy? It's funny. I like the one. fact that the midget jokes aren't working as much anymore because it's normal. Yeah. It's yeah. no one cares anymore. Yeah. Like that. And Freaking. that lets you know when you do a midget joke, you know, because first of all, when I saw Brad in Montreal banging with two women at the same time, I said, <laughs> yeah. done with that joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That motherfucker be pimp. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. That motherfucker is a pimp. Now, let me ask you, though. When you saw a midget fucking, did you make a wish like you're supposed to? Or did you just... I, I didn't... I didn't... I didn't ever... Well, I've seen... I, well, I've seen midget porn, but it was like a black dude who was a gangster. It was dope what? shit. Yeah. Have you seen this, Brad? Do you know I, like, like, it was I probably know him. Shit. You know when they were the, the, the porn DVDs, but I'm sure they're on... You, it was just like yeah. midget porn, and it was like mm -hmm. a, a little black dude, gangster motherfucker, wow. like, and he had an angry face, like yeah, <laughs> uh, it was great. Well, I mean, of, co of course he's angry. He's black and a dwarf. That's a, that's a <laughs> lot of struggle <laughs> in your life. Right. That's it must, a lot has of struggle. To be like entitled white midget privilege. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a real thing. I don't know what you heard about me, <laughs> but I got WPMP. Is it white midget privilege? WMP. Yeah. I got it, man. I, I I got that. I got that white midget privilege. I wonder if there is like white because there's that black of mm -hmm. small person. I don't know what you want us to. But you're a comic. You don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. I don't. A white. There's a black midget dude that works a lot. You know, and, and bad Santa. That guy's oh, been yeah. around a long. Tony time. Cox. Tony Cox is yeah. like a veteran. He's like in his sixties. What is? Yeah. He? Yeah. He's like in his sixties. So Me, I myself and Irene and like a he always he's always worked. Yeah. Yeah. All the time, like on yeah. Fridays, he's always been that guy. Yeah. So I wonder, like, for him, like, he's a working more than white. Yeah. Like, maybe. A but lot then of there's them. the dude from Game of Thrones, the dude, bad motherfucker. Dude, that, uh, But he has handsome midget face. Yeah. <laughs> like, he has, like, super, super, jawbone. like, jawbone. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he didn't have the big fucking forehead <laughs> or the or. He's not the Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Peyton. You got the Peyton Manning, I mean, but that shit got is the money, though. Too, Dude, right? if yeah. I walk into a Papa John's and yell at Omaha, <laughs> I got fucking free, free pizza. They're like, <laughs> I thought he was bigger. He looks bigger on TV. Yeah, Omaha! You got, yeah. got the Manning. You know when he takes his helmet off, that red shit? Oh, yeah. he's all got those the, plays he's been thinking about? Yeah, yeah. he's got, yeah. When, when, when Manning would take his helmet off, he would have, like, the Illuminati triangle, <laughs> like, burnt into his forehead. You're like, okay, he's a part of some shit. <laughs> I was just talking about Manning the other day. I'm oh, sorry. How much do you think he's made more from uh, endorsements or football? Oh man, he's probably with that Papa just, John's has got to be like Gatorade for dude, for like what Jordan was. 
Yeah, I don't. Right? I don't know what his bank account on either of them, but it's big. The fact that yeah, after the Super Bowl he everything. was thanking Papa John's and Bud, Dude, Budweiser. First of all, like, that's huge. Then he's going to probably go into operations for the, uh, some NFL team. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like Elway. Yeah. So, or he's going to he can do whatever whatever the he wants. Fuck. That brand after you do like after you, I mean, to do like SNL on the roast and have that like. That just added to it. And he already yeah. was funny in commercials. And it's like mm. every brand. Yeah. I mean, he's probably turning down and his retirement jokes are hilarious. Yeah. yeah. What? Those yeah. commercials. When he's, he all, when brother, he's on the road. Yo, what's up? He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I got to play. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me know. Yeah. 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 I was going to make nachos. Cupcakes, no. The cupcake shit. Yeah. yeah. Where you see with, with JJ. Uh, <laughs> yeah. J- yeah. JJ Watts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not too proud. He's just like, fuck it. Oh, I'll make cupcakes man, for a am- check. It's amazing. And the music that's playing. Do, 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 oh, yeah, it's do, perfect. Da, 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 da. Those commercials. Oh, he's, I mean, how, no, he's figured it out. I mean, you uh, with the 7-Up campaign. was. Well, that, I did that years ago. For sure. And it's so hard to get a campaign. You know, that's I'm what just I'm saying. An like unknown, that. Kind of an unknown dude, kind of. And I got it. And it was a big deal. It was to, to to be a spokesperson for a product is so hard to get. Yeah, you're not even and a you, reputable product like yeah. that that's been around forever and it's so and it's popular. so great and yeah. it's so funny how Seven Up is a, a a southern product in Texas. Oh shit, deep oh, okay. south and British because in Cadbury Schweppes owns them in London and it's so funny how it's such a white this is southern white but then all it was mainly black people. Um, it was C now it was CeeLo. And it was, and it was uh, Orlando Holder. Was it Orlando it was Jones right before? Orlando you? Jones, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard, Seven Up Dr. Pepper, same thing. <laughs> they use black people all the time, which what? is mad weird. Did it, you ever ask them why? Or they... No. I just want to get the fuck am I gonna ask them to ruin that? <laughs> just get yeah, the I don't say, hey, why you hire black people? Okay, enough of that. <laughs> enough of this one. Why are you gonna ask us <laughs> questions now? We hired you. Kirk, why am I using that voice? That sounds like a corporate white yeah, voice. All right, since you wanna fucking shake up the boat. <laughs> a lot of them sound like that though. This, Sit on, down the, yeah. sit on down with a 401k. Yeah, people can talk that shit, but sometimes... No, you know, dude. I, I, I remember Jay Moore used to do this joke about how black people imitate white people, which was mm-hmm. one of the funniest jokes, because Jay, Jay, Jay Moore would say, hey, have you heard like some of the black comics doing white people? Because well, apparently we sound like this. <laughs> and you do. Some yeah. of you, yeah. <laughs> Enough do stereotypes yeah, was, for a reason. Yeah, when that joke some, became a reality. I've heard some white dudes talk. I go... Yo, that's real. That's so, there's a dude, the there's some white dudes that yeah, you know, because there's the like, yo, what's up, bro? There's yeah, that, right. that, that, that. Yeah. But then there's like, God damn it, let me tell you. Yeah. And you're like, yo, <laughs> well, yeah, I gotta tell you, I, w- I went to the steakhouse last <laughs> week, and they had they had this. I don't know what the garnish was, but it was tr- Tracy. Do you remember what that garnish was? Yeah, yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, yeah. you're you get a little starstruck. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're the guy from the bits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know there are black dudes that talk like that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, I met him. Like, hey man, what's yeah, up? that's crazy. Hey, yeah. I know they think I'm white every time I get you know when I get hired. They they're surprised. <laughs> There are black my first articulate people like talking about yeah. They're my first name's James McBride, <laughs> and I go to the I go to the interview, and these guys just get really surprised. Have you ever heard the way Jackie Robinson talked? No, you didn't. Dude, you you sound watch like Tony would, Gwynn. Ja- is he like no, Tony Gwynn esque? You see how Tony Gwynn was like, yeah, you know, it's really good. I'm really proud that I'm um, um, um what are you yeah. like a hitter? Yeah, you got hit the, the bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. He talked like that. Um, Jackie Robinson. 
talk mm-hmm. like that. He was like, oh, I'm really happy to be playing for the Dodgers. You ever, wow. Yeah, he's very articulate. Do you, that's why he do you think that's why? Yeah, no, because if, Rick, if, if Rick, he had come out and be like, I'm stealing home, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, yeah, that was how some of like, the Negro baseball players like Josh Gibson and Cool Papa Bell, they had that southern twang to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Jackie Robinson went to UCLA, yep. his brother Mac, and he was very educated. So that's why Branch Rickey picked him. He wasn't necessarily the best guy. Right. But representationally, if that's a word, yeah. he was the guy because he was like, "How am I? I'm gonna, I want to integrate baseball, which is racist as fuck." Mm-hmm. And you know, the first blacks in baseball were in 1884. It was Moses really? Walker and Welber Walker. Wow! And then the commissioner, oh, I think, during Calvin Coolidge, one of those um, clan type presidents. <laughs> He, the commissioner at the time banned blacks from baseball for 60 years until 47. That's when Jackie Robinson came. Because no we shit. were in baseball in 1884. Welber and Moses Walker. Wow. It's, it's not even February, and I'm hooking you up with some black history. <laughs> Man, this is, like yeah, a, this is like yeah, uh, a wonderful PSA. Forward, Brad, That's why Kansas City is so dope, because they have the Negro League Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. It's on 18th and Vine. When I do, if I have the pleasure to do Kansas City Improv, yeah. I go to the Negro League Baseball thing. That's my thing. I have to go there. No shit. It's fucking it's amazing. Cathartic, huh? Yeah. It's so just because inspiring. Because it's like black baseball players. That, why don't people know that? That there was all that before? Or, or is well, it known? Why don't people know it? Well, they people. purposely hide that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the first. Because they want to put, they want, they want Jackie, they want to be a big. Right. The first, the first night games were in, in Negro League baseball. It wasn't whites. They, the Negro it was League baseball. It was always day games. It was, yeah. Ba- yeah. Um, blacks created ne- night games. You know what I mean? Kind of ironic, but, but sure. Yeah, yeah. They don't, tell, they, don't tell, they don't tell you that. And Josh Gibson hit more home runs than Babe Ruth. He was the black Babe Ruth, but he, they didn't allow him because he was black. And then they had a... And a, he was doing it against black pitchers. Black pitchers. Which is harder to... Way better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what Cool Papa f- Bell was Satchel like, Page, my God. Yeah, Satchel Page came into the, um, to, uh, Major League Baseball in his 40s, and he was still striking motherfuckers out because mm-hmm. they finally let blacks in. You know what I mean? There was Jackie Robinson. There was um, 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 Newcomb. There was Newcomb. And White there Newcomb, was, yeah. Yeah, and so... Um, you can tilt that up, by the way, if you want to. Oh, the mic. Yeah, and yeah, the thing is, is, they say Cool Papa Bell was so fast that he would turn out the lights and get in the bed before the room got dark. That's how fast. <laughs> Ali used to say that. I'm so fast. I'm so fast. Get in the bed before the room gets dark. I'm fast. I'm fast, man. I'm telling you, I'm so fast. Too ugly to be the champ. I'm the greatest. I told everybody. Oh and they're not listening. So, that's unbelievable. That's a so, fantastic Ali. So my that, God. that like, is so important. You know, 1884. You can look it up. Welber and Whoa. Moses Walker. There's been no movie. I'm sure there's been documentaries. No, they no, but they finally. Um, who Ken Burns, who's the most the greatest yes. documentary yeah. maker, yeah. has baseball. If you've heard, there's baseball. Yes. The thing on baseball. Yes. It's a long. So I think it's on there. I okay. haven't finished it, but yeah, Jackie Robinson came in '47. We were banned for 60 years. He says no black people. Then they had an ex- exhibition game. Mm-hmm. The white players and they got their ass whooped by the black players. <laughs> right. They got smoked, and they you were think? like, they got their ass. And here, I got another thing for you. Just going to fuck your head up. Okay. In 1895, some freed slaves, you know, Harriet Tubman freed a lot of slaves into Canada mm-hmm. in the upper the upstate. Because she lived, I just was there at her grave in her house in, wow. in Auburn, New York. I was doing a gig in Auburn, New York, and I asked them. And I've been there before, and I was like, hey, because they do this comedy series once a month mm-hmm. in this theater. And I said, hey, uh, who, who, what's historic here? I love yeah. going to Any historic Any famous shit. graves? And she goes, <laughs> famous house. She goes, oh, Harriet Tubman's house. is." The-. I said, Holy are you fucking shit. kidding me? She's about to be on the $20 bill. Hell yeah. And so I went over to the house 
and I went to the grave. It was at night, but I had to, I was Come like, on. fuck that. Yeah. I, it was before my show, like an hour before my show. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have to see her grave. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Sure. And so she freed slaves up into t- Toronto and all the. So there's a freed, some freed slaves moved up into Nova Scotia and created a hockey team. You can look it up. 1895 colored hockey team. They created the game of hockey. Black dudes. Look that shit up. What? Fuck yeah. I got a picture Brad, on my up. phone. I, am. I want every white dude that's listening to this goddamn podcast <laughs> that uh, motherfuckers hey, uh, hey, got that too. <laughs> hey, so, hey, everybody knows there was no uh, black guys up there. Hey, oh, hey, there. I, I don't yeah, think there were no blacks. Yeah. Well, hey, hey. There were colored, Z. Well, there's a uh, there. Look up colored. There's a book about them that's uh, uh, I don't yeah called Black Ice, which I don't yeah, know, baby. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how long title. it. I don't know how long it took them to get that title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we call it? Black Ice. Perfect. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> done. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> some guy named Fosty George. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll show you a picture. I got a picture of my and my thing of the of the black hockey team. It's gonna fuck. You is that is, is that for when like Here. white guys talk shit to you? You Here. just pull that one out. Yep, there you go. Yeah, look at that. They they created the game of hockey. Holy there it is. shit! Welcome to Ghetto Uprising. Black I mean, Ice. What year was that? That's this is nineteen ten, but eighteen ninety five. Yeah. They were playing, and I got friends that are black that that play hockey. I grew up with some guys that are black play hockey. And then there was my friend, this guy named Chris Nelson, who did all the choreography, black dude for Miracle with um oh yeah with Kurt um, Russell, Kurt Russell, yeah, he's wow. black dude, big black dude with dreads, was a hockey dude, yeah. Oh man, I have another, and I, you know I'm Nigerian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you are Kyle African, Ocup- African. Yes. <laughs> Kyle Okuposo, Iginla, they're all there's a lot of Nigerian hockey players. No shit. Kind of my, yeah. How like yeah. J- j- just because Harriet Tubman freed them well, up no, there? No, no, no. That's just these. These are free. The regular. Oh, okay. They, I don't know the year. Okay. They flew on a plane. Okay. You know, they, no, these are young <laughs> hockey players that come to see my shows, and there's, no shit. there's some Nigerian guys like yeah, man, playing for hockey, man. That's Seriously. awesome. There's PK Subban. Well, yeah, PK is a legend. PK is a legend, but there's. Grand Fuhrer is one of the greatest goalies. That yeah, for players. the Edmonton Oilers. I've been the to the Toronto. I've been Wayne to the Hall of Fame years. hockey. Why aren't there more black hockey players? I have, well, here's the thing. It's cold. It's, it's, cold. it's expensive. Yeah. First of yeah. all, it's very expensive because there's plenty of black people in cold areas. Yeah. Yeah. But it's expensive as fuck. To do an organized pickup game in hockey, you need it, you, more. There's you need, basketball. You can go out just you and a ball, right? Basketball and yeah, basketball, you need, football. You yeah, just need right. a football, yep. and you, you know you yep. know how you play. Yeah. And it just makes sense. Like, they're saying that there's a lot of a decline in African-American baseball players. And I said, I think I know the reason. Oh, the racism always plays a part. But I think more is because black people, like, if you're talking about, like, kids from underprivileged neighborhoods, baseball, football and basketball are easier ways to make money. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck waiting minor league. I had friends that were in the minors. Farm, it yeah. takes so yeah. long, and, and you may not even make it to the majors. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, Br- I mean, Bryce Harper didn't play that long in the minors, but he still had to go he to the minors, to go that and he was, and, and he was he the is. top prospect. Top prospect, but it takes so long yeah. in baseball. I played baseball twelve years. I was a shortstop, and I love baseball, but it's a long. And but football, it's like listen. I want to get my mom a house. I want to get out of the fucking ghetto. Right. I'm a running back. I run a four two. I'm getting the fuck out. I get my three five year contract. Done. Boom, get my money done. So it, I think it's the situation. Yeah. More yeah. than they it the being money super racist. Yeah, it's there. But if if a lot of black people wanted to play baseball, they would bum rush that shit. Sure. You know what I mean? But so there's not just, that type of money in hockey. I, no. 
There's must, a lot of money in hockey, yeah. but I think that it's it's expensive. Yeah, I used yeah. to play. I I I played hockey from age eight to age yeah, fifteen. My and friend, yeah, my expensive. friend, who's my friend's dad, he he has his son in hockey. He said it's fucking a lot of money, man. Oh, yeah. Sure, all the love, pads. It depends on what position you play. Yeah, that shit is expensive. Yeah. And I was in that um, Benders. I was in the first season of Benders. Well, then it didn't come back. It was it's a hockey. Um, Dennis Leary's people. Produced oh it. shit! It's oh, um, it, it was um, Andrew Schultz, Chris DeStefano. Yeah, it's, it's okay. about a hockey, a sucky hockey team. So I played the goalie. Mm-hmm. I'm the dish, douchebag goalie who runs the rink, you know. <laughs> I mean, and I amazing. and I was wearing the equipment, asking questions. And yeah. this shit, I'm, I'm the goalie. So this shit costs so much money. Yeah. So that's the reason. Yeah. You wow. know, what if you have a family, you have five kids, they all want to play hockey. Oh, you're like, fuck holy that. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's there's insane. expense. A lot of it is expense and interest. And mm-hmm. what do I need to do? I can play football. I can I could tackle a motherfucker and get ten million. Oh, yeah, fuck this! Right. I'm gonna go play football. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's a lot of the reasons. Uh, the situation. It's cooler in the states, you know. To be, yeah, to yeah. Be yeah a football hockey, player, hockey player. player. You said yeah. you played baseball for twelve years. Yeah, I played from literally up to like high school. That's dope. And then I went into track and field and football. So, dude, uh, you, you must be excited as hell right now. You, because I know you grew up in Chicago. You see the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah, and that's rare. This is one of the shirts you have to be in Chicago to get this. Across old school Cub shirt. Field. Yeah, and where I grew up. Are you from Chicago? Seattle. Mm-hmm. Okay, where I grew up. I grew up around Wrigley Field. My high school is 15 minutes away from Wrigley wow. Field because there's signs from by my high school, and we have the Kerry Woods um, baseball stadium. The pitcher, yeah, he donated because we have a st- my my high school is 5,000 kids. I have Damn. To, I go. I went to the biggest <clears throat> high school. It's Lane Check. It's like That's number one f- academically and yeah. sports wise, and it, it of always course. You got against 5, Michelle kids. Obama's high school. Oh really? Oh no yeah, kidding. Whitney Young. So, and it's a predominantly black uh, high school, which is number, it's like the smartest people go there too. So that high school, um, yeah, Cubs, it's, my life was the Cubs because I grew up around, I used to walk to the games, Harry Carey, Jack Brickhouse, Milo Hamilton, Steve Stone. Harry Carey yes. was at the White Sox first with Hawk Harrelson, then came to the Cubs. Oh, shit. Yeah, he wasn't, that was a big it was deal. Jack Brickhouse, it was these other cats. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Lou Boudreaux. And all that. I was a baseball head. Like yeah. my baseball shit is nasty. Did you love Andre Dawson? He was one of, of my course. favorite players. When he yeah. was at Montreal Expo. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Tim Raines yeah. came to the Sox. Damn. I'm talking about Warren Cromartie. <laughs> I mean, oh, yo, I'm a baseball. So, head. Like, so, yeah. so, did you cry when they make it to the World Series? I, I was like, I, I think I would have done it if we were there. Yeah. I was like, I didn't watch the games because I'm too. I get too fucked up. I get too angry. Oh, you're like too into it because the Cubs have fucked up so many times. We got swept by the Mets last year, which was some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, and we're better. We're we should be able to beat the fuck out of the Indians. Like they can beat them. Like, mm-hmm. like that five to one. That's, yeah, that's that like, should be that's every game. What should it be? It yeah, should be yeah, that. yeah. Well, and we're that, better than them. Well, that's what happened. I mean, because I'm a Dodger fan, and like. <laughs> After game three, it's like you guys woke the fuck up. We and just then, were like, oh. stop choking. It's like I think they. It's there's a point where you're like, we could make it, and there's maybe a failure thing hits you. I really believe that. Like your mind goes, nah, yeah. you don't, you don't, don't, don't make it this year. You mm-hmm. can't do that. But I think that this Mad, 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 the, the 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 manager is so good. Joe Madden. Joe Madden's yeah. Madden so dope. He's. I think he's like, listen, you got to get past that. I mean. You know what I mean? Because we're that good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. It's like beat the Indians. Fuck that. The Dodgers to me and the Giants were harder. Yeah. They were the tougher team. Yeah. Yeah. You so got fucking whoop the Kershaw Indians. And the, whoop yeah, them. That. Fuck that. Let's get the fucking World Series, man. Just get it, man. Were, were you a uh, funny guy when you played sports? Like, yeah, I was always funny. Yeah, I was always funny. talking Especially shit to people. When I was in, co- I went to University of Illinois, played a little fo- college football. 
And uh, the I Illini. Like, and you have to, we have to do all the freshmen, just like in the NFL, the rookies, you have to do a, 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 a talent show. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. your head. That happens in NFL, too. You yeah, see they, hard knocks? Yeah, they do doing hard knocks. They it's make great. you do shit for them. And, they, and, and yeah. usually, like, they do, like, some guy tries to do an impression of the coach. Yeah, or I did something. impressions of the coaches. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, what I Oh, I murdered that shit. Yeah. I imitated everybody, man. I was like, and everyone and they like, love it. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the coach was like, man. <laughs> You, you, you think about doing comedy. I go, yeah, because I'm not playing a lot. So, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you know, that's a hint. Like, yeah, you should right. keep on that comedy <laughs> shit, buddy. Yeah, most time the coaches are like, coach, yeah. He talked like this. He was like, listen, guys, I understand. It was Coach. coach did, what the fuck was his name? He was hilarious. He was so funny. He would be like this. He goes, uh, let me tell you something. Wide receivers, when you're blocking, I want you to bubble their snot, okay? <laughs> bubble their snot. Like, I don't know what that means, him. but okay. Yeah, yeah. Come under him. Okay. Bam, hit him. Right. He goes, got to bubble their snot, okay? I want to see some snot bubbled. <laughs> that was the f- – yo, coaches yeah, have, like, dude. their little thing. Yeah, sure. And they're not trying to be funny, which is so yeah. good. Like, they come up with these phrases. He came up with that at home and was like, honey, what do you think about bubble their snot tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to drop down the kids. He was funny as shit. He was like – and he'd be like, all right, all right. Struggling there. You're struggling. <laughs> he, he used to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. Go, yeah, I saw you struggling there on that route. You're oh, yeah. struggling there. Yeah, yeah. You got to go up the seam, make it. You got to fucking hit it right there, and boom, you got to catch it and turn to the outside. Yeah, right. And he was, and then, yeah, he was just so cool. He was a fucking cool. Yeah, I just loved his little. <laughs> and I imitated him. I murdered that shit. It was like this. And then when I said, "Yeah, yeah, you got to bubble or snack. You're struggling." <laughs> Dudes were like, Yo. "Lost it." Yeah, yeah. So I was imitating, and then that's when I when I went back to Chicago. Because it's outside of Chicago, U of I mm-hmm. is like two and a half hours. Um, I was I was a psych major, pre med psych major. Oh so, shit! You know, so I was like, uh, yeah. I said I was I was sitting at a um, in a restaurant with my buddy. I was in a comedy team for a year. Like it's called comedy- Godfrey and Alexander. What? So, oh, so just a, a it was a duo team. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, we were sitting wow. in this restaurant downtown Chicago, and I was like, man, I'm thinking about doing comedy. And he was like, well, I've tried it before at this place down the street called The Funny Firm. Oh, he was, was the veteran. Uh, yeah, but he had done it a few times, <laughs> yeah. not like seriously. And so I say, hey, man, why don't we do, a, why don't we do a, uh, like a comedy team? They haven't seen that in a minute. Two black dudes doing a comedy mm-hmm. team. Yeah. And so we made up some sketches. And we went, we, we, four hours later, we were at the open mic waiting. We were number like eight or nine. We took a number out of a hat. Went up, shit my pants, but we murdered. We did well. We murdered for our shitty little jokes. Yeah, right, right, right. Because right. I did impersonations. It was like we cheated. It was, he was like, he played a hypnotist. Can you imagine if Bill Cosby and I was like, yeah, see, I'm bummed him up. And Richard Pryor got, damn, you niggas is crazy shit. I was doing all that. Oh, my I was, God. I was, right, I right, Carson, right. Johnny Carter. I was like, wow, good stuff. I did not know that. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was Rapid fire. I was and people were like, "That's not cheating, though." That's what you knew, and like, when but it wasn't cheating. Yeah. But it was like you hadn't yet honed it's, it's your because as comedians now, we're going that was cheating, but yeah. it wasn't cheating. No. But I and you're good I, at it. I, I mur- it was like first time I killed so hard, I was nervous. Like, what the fuck? It worked, right? Wait, then, so this was your first time on a stage, like first doing... time on a stage. Wow, I, it was. Oh, I, no I, I, I I murdered. Like it wasn't. We both murdered. Like it wasn't even. We got applause breaks. We were like, and we're sitting there like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like, yeah, I never had that feeling before. It was like fuck. Yeah, I never. Yeah. So did you go? All right, that was cool. That was a one-time cool we feeling. Or you're like, but all right, we now went I'm... back. We came back because we became the featured act of Amateur Night. We kept coming back, and then we 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 ate our balls on one show, 
And we were like, oh, this is what it's like to not do well. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, heard about this, yeah. 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 So and that and I think the last time I bombed was probably that day. No shit. Yeah. Just like just like nineteen really years. Bombed. I've I don't think I've ever never again. That's awesome. Nope. Man. Wow. Nope. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, I can knock on wood. I'm honest. Being honest, I've never. Of course. Nah. Even in the shittiest crowds, I've always come through. Dude, I remember the first time I saw you, and I think it was in New York. I might have yeah. been at the cellar when I was just like a, a year into doing. I was because uh, uh-huh. I started out here doing the bringer shows. Yeah, and then I moved to New York with a girl, and I was so I was just doing all the open mics. Yeah, but I was you know going to the shows. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, dude, you have. I'm sure you were that comfortable. I feel like from day one. Yeah, like there's I, a there's a, a presence and an owning of the stage that you have. And, and an ease of, ease of confidence that you're like. Yeah, that's it's why because I, I have a. It's a conversation for me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm everybody's style is different, but that's what I love about New York, being in New York City, because we're very conversational dudes, man. Yeah. Like, we're very like, we want to go with twisted shit. We got shit in our minds, and we don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. The te- we go. I'm gonna talk about this today. Yeah. I'm just gonna do it. Like I don't. We don't worry about who's there. Fuck it, that. Because the comedy people in New York come for. Co- they're comedy heads in New York. Yeah. People. You know, the cellar is packed every day, every night. Yeah. yeah not just Saturday and Friday. For the past seven years. Yeah. Eight years. It's packed in the middle of the week. And now they've opened up the Village Underground around the corner. Mm-hmm. Now they have Fat Black Pussycat. They've gotten rid of the music. Fat Black Pussycat, there's, there's comedy. Village Underground, there's comedy. Wow. Around the corner. Now we do an hour. We can book an hour and charge people. Work on your hour. You can work on your hour at the top or the bottom f- during wow. the week. And That's then amazing. there's two, four, five shows Maybe all 10 shows same, a night. Yeah, all in the same it's square block. In the same, yeah, <laughs> that, not counting the other 10 comedy clubs. Yeah. So it's like you're just at a point where you're like, I got this. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, New York also yeah, provides like I think yeah. a daily uh, opportunity to talk of about. Of course. Like I mean, I, you know, one of the first bits I saw you doing was about like the bums on the subway and stuff. Yeah. And it was so. And and I literally, you know, in the the year I'd been there, I mean, it was like so relatable and also yeah. even if you haven't been on a subway you're just like ev- yeah, and everybody has a subway joke yes everybody mm-hmm. has that every in la everybody has la people ain't shit phony motherfuckers what what angle are you coming exactly at? Mm-hmm. that's the thing i take pride in with new york comics it's the angle at which you come at yeah like everybody has that joke but what angle could kurt metzger is gonna come at as an angle you're like god yeah. damn kurt you <laughs> fucked up yeah David Tell's gonna come at some shit like right. yo how he does. Yeah, David Tell's mind is like, are you fucking kidding amazing, me right yeah. now? Yeah, that's why Dave's pictures is everywhere in everybody's comedy club. There's a picture of David Tell, and Dave won't even show up at that motherfucker. <laughs> but they got a picture of David Tell because that motherfucker. I work with Dave all the time. Yeah, I'm around David Tell all the time. I'm telling you, dog. When I when you see that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, or Chappelle. Like we're all around each other. Colin, I was just with Colin last week nice. watching his new one man show. But Colin Quinn, Colin Quinn put me on on how to milk a joke. He taught me that. That's why I can really? do that shit about my dad. Yeah, is Colin helped me with that. No shit. Colin okay. saw me doing it and said, "That's going to separate you from everybody." He goes, "He goes now. What you need to do is break all that shit down." It, it it's amazing when you meet a guy like Colin who's truly like a joke technician. Joke technician. Like he right. can break it down to like okay, I'm giving you that extend dummy this some bar. props. That yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like this. Let me tell you, fucking, fucking, I don't give a fucking. I fucking hurt you. Fucking. He goes, fucking. 
and, and you know, and a great the great Greg, Greg Giraldo he was my gave me mad love. Greg, when I was around Greg, yeah. Patrice was my big brother. Even though we were the same age, Patrice would because he's big, big brother because he's bigger than me. So <laughs> Patrice would be like calling me. You know, after the roast, he called me. We talked for an hour, but I love was it. around that shit. Jim mm-hmm. Norton, all these guys. These are the guys I'm around. Whether we're close now or not, but we're this is. You, what I, yeah, you're what, still the guys he crew. came up Bill with. Bill Burr yeah. came up with us. Yeah. yeah. Burr came up. Even Cook Day was here in New York a lot, but then he finally moved out here. Mm-hmm. But And what is it about being around all that energy? I mean, like, just you're always trying. It's like being around the best rappers, right. the best hip hop artists. You want to come with the coldest lines. Like, if I'm around Method Man, Red Man, Raekwon, Big Daddy Kane, I'm going to try to be the fucking coldest dude. Like, mm-hmm. I got to. You know, Big Daddy's gonna be like, yo, you know what I mean? Sure, I know about I Big Daddy C, Kane. I can burn in the sea like an erection. <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah. oh, how do I come with that? Then you gotta go, yo, I'm coming from a site. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Like you're all, you're you're always trying you're always trying to compete with something. So now I'm gonna come at an angle. It's a healthy Big competitive. Big Oberson just murdered yeah. with some some fucking crowd work shit. Yeah. God damn, I'm gonna come with like now. What angle am I coming at? Chappelle just okay, fuck. Damn, uh, Colin just, oh, shit. And yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's why I mean, I'm being, and I'm not, and Brad killed, I've worked with Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> this motherfucker had me rolling, though. God damn, Brad did Montreal. <laughs> and he destroyed dish, dish, I saw him at the Dirty Show like he three years ago. He black comic destroyed. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, no, um, when I say yeah, black right. comedy, you seen black when? Yeah, oh yeah. You seen the when black people girl? coming out of there? Yeah, yeah. He black comedy destroyed wow. in Canada. That, that, that was so much fun. That Listen, year. man. <laughs> let me tell you what this motherfucker kept doing. I know the story, but yeah. <laughs> so he he's doing his little routine at the end. Yeah, yeah. People going nuts. Yeah. This motherfucker takes off his shirt. <laughs> It goes Montreal, <laughs> but but but, but like I said, like I a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah. But he does this I've little flex, it, and he goes Montreal. <laughs> I was trying to flex every muscle in my upper body, like Montreal. <laughs> and like I would come back, nuts, though, right? Was, oh, this is at the end of the set. Epic. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the set, <laughs> was this during a lap dance he, or just at the end of the set? Uh, but he, at the end of the like, entire set, yeah. He goes, Montreal. Yeah, you just were feeling it so hard. You were yeah. the only else? one that kept fucking with going. Montreal. Dude, and that, and then for the rest of the week, I kept doing it, but just to make you laugh. Like he was like, making me laugh. I could go Montreal. <laughs> just flexing but every I'm not muscle. Saying that L.A. dudes aren't funny like that. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I just no, like it's just a different shit. attitude. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Brad. What's going on, Adam? I got some exciting news. Holy crap, they're making a Mighty Ducks 4? <laughs> no, but now I'm just really upset that they're not. Oh, they should. Uh, Brad and I are back doing exclusive episodes of the About Last Night podcast on TuneIn. That's right, and these are episodes with just Adam and myself. Uh, no guests, just us hanging out, uh, shooting the shit, updating you on our lives, and being, and mo- most importantly, being funny. Yeah, the OG the OG way, the, the way this podcast got started. We took a little break, but we are back doing exclusive episodes, just Brad and Adam. Uh, and you can get these episodes where, Brad? You can get these exclusive episodes on the TuneIn app. That's Woo! right. Just download the TuneIn app. Uh, TuneIn spelled T-U-T-U-T-U-what? 
<laughs> T-U-N-E-I-N. Download that TuneIn app, type in About Last Night, and you can get these exclusive episodes. And remember, they're only on TuneIn. They yeah. are not available on iTunes, our website, or anywhere else. Just TuneIn. That's why it's special. That's why it's exclusive. Speaking of exclusive, continue to enjoy this amazing episode of the About Last Night podcast with me, Adam Ray. And me, Brad Williams. But there's is, is a, a lot of times in L.A., you do comedy because, oh, hey, man, there might be somebody in the audience. I don't know. I might yeah. want to do my sitcom type shit. Maybe yeah. I want to, you know, they can see a show. I, I really believe that. I yeah. Re- it's, it is a little bit way, more of catering the to the room. It's the city is designed. It's, yeah. not no one's, it's not anyone's fault. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's just, it, I mean, and there's, a, there's a reason why, uh, as comics, we could see a guy go up and go like, oh, okay, he's from New York. Like you ju- always like, know. Just based on the style, we can be you like, always know. Yeah. And, and it, it, it's so weird because even here, we can tell, like, okay, that's a store guy. That's an oh, improv guy. Right, that's right, a Laugh right. Factory guy. And, and so, you, and so my, what I would do in L.A. is I would always try to keep the style New York by, you know, like going to, like going to West, West Side Comedy Theater. Yeah. Oh, it was one of my favorite spots. Because they don't give it up. Mm-hmm. They sit there like that, and I go, it's perfect. Yeah. I don't want you giving it up quick. No. I want to earn that shit. I want to pull it out of you. You don't like an audience that's too hot, huh? Not super hot. Yeah. It's a real creepy thing with yeah. us. Because me, like Dave, Dave will give off, get off stage and he goes, what did you think about him? And I go, oh, they were cool. And something like that. And sometimes if they're super hot, like super hot, we almost get annoyed. Yeah. yeah when it's, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like let me work a, for this. It's a very weird thing. It is. And because it know? almost... and. Because as comics, we've been working hard at winning audiences over for so long that it, it it's basically like if you walked up to a girl and just said, hey, how are you? And she goes, oh, my God, we need to go fuck right yeah, now. Yeah, You'd be yeah, like, yeah, whoa, whoa. Right. Yeah. I want to earn it. Yeah. Yeah. But then you go, wait a minute. I've worked hard enough. Yeah, maybe I brought it right away. Ri- I should yeah. be able to rip. Totally. But what we like is when we have a difficult audience and we kill. Yeah, yep. and then we win. Yeah. We yeah. like that. Because yep. I've had comics do this, like. And you know the lady who books the club, Esty, yeah. adore mm-hmm. She it doesn't fuck around. She's like, she's the type. Like, if you're not right for the club, she's like, nah. What was that? That was bullshit. She's Israeli, so she's like, what? The, he's not funny. <laughs> but sometimes she makes bad judgments on shit. Sure. sure. But she's usually amazing at the cellar. That's why the cellar people, when they come out of the cellar, they go, that's the fucking baddest lineup I've ever seen in my life. How, how was it like it watching is. Robin there? I mean, you started talking oh, about man, that. Oh man, he's but- very like. One time I was hosting. That was the first time, because we have the same birthday, July 21st. Me, him, Steve Byrne, John Lovitz. Wow. So, um, and... So, I'm the most famous of all of That's them. the ticket. <laughs> right. I remember one time John called Godfrey. me. John, John called me. He goes, Godfrey, I have a joke I want to tell you. I was like, and what's that? It's about black people. <laughs> and I need your approval. <laughs> and was, You're my only black friend. He goes, friend. my black friend. I need approval. I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, John, do John, does, John was really nice to me. John always, I, you know, drove around in his, you remember he had that Maserati. He had that brand new, some new Maserati, some dope ass car. He goes, you want to ride? <laughs> I go, yeah. So I go in the car with him mm-hmm. and he, it's all button operated. He's pressing buttons going, now this is Hyperspeed. <laughs> We're going, man. And he goes, always remember, funny is money. Wow. Yeah, he took me in funny. his dope ass. It was fucking sick. So he, and so I was doing a show, mm-hmm. not to be off topic. Oh, and I fun. was hosting. It was Ray Romano was on the show. Wow. Everybody was on there. Gabe Kaplan. 
Gabe Kaplan. Yeah, Gabe. He's a poker champ. Yeah, now he is. But Gabe Kaplan came. It was crazy. People were going, what the fuck is going on? Everybody was coming to the cellar. Rock. I was hosting that shit. Mm -hmm. And Robin Williams was the last dude. But he was he was he kind of bit off of Ray Romano's joke. Ray went upstairs and because he's a sponge. Yeah, he just because Robin up everything. is very very humble, very humble yeah. guy. And he's like, hey, you know, I said, what are you here for? He goes, oh, I'm just working on some things, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, cool. But when you feed him shit, he starts to act. Yeah. Because I'd be like this, what's up, Robin? He'd be like, hey man, you know how it is, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. All you have to do is throw him something, he'll go, well, oh, shit, you know how that shit is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's so humble, man. Yeah. That guy was the nicest dude. I've worked mm-hmm. with him a few times. I bring him up on stage. Yeah, man. Because we have the same birthday. We'd be like, July 21st. Wow. Yeah, I got a little bonding yeah. thing. Yeah, That's man. Great. So, yeah, man. I, he, you know, his son went to NYU and shit like that. So, a lot what of What would you take from him when you saw him on stage? I mean, like you were talking about I mean, soaking up things from like Hotel I mean, and Chappelle. He, and- but, but Robin is, is, is a different school of comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his performance energy was like great, you know. But his, I, I never took really anything from him. I just know, being a nice man, just a nice. You can be, you can be nice in this business, dude. Yeah. You don't have to be a fucking dick. Right. That is a fallacy. That's bullshit. That's some shit you planned. Yeah, That's yeah, some yeah. Shit. I can understand you being shitty to people who were fucked up to you. You can have your little hit list. Sure. But in general, but even then, like you know, like like if, like when I called, I said, "Man, congrats on the mascot joint." Was it mascot? Yeah. yeah. I saw uh, him. I said, "Man, yeah. fuck yeah!" But I'm literally genuinely happy because I've seen him work his ass off. Yeah. I'm sure he's been rejected as a whatever, and he's told me all his. And I, but when I work with cats and I know they've been through shit, I'm genuinely complimenting you. Like, yeah, good job. Be that cool dude. Don't fucking flip on me. Yeah. I'm not your fan. I'm your friend. Mm-hmm. Because, it, it, you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm, it's like Michael Jordan gripping, um, gripping Barkley. Like, no, I'm your man. I respect your game, but motherfucker, I'm Jordan. Don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you won the championship or not. I'm still Jordan. Right. And, and, and plus, I won the championship. Yeah. Barkley. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is like when it, when it comes from you, you're you are honest to God one of the best ball busters in this damn business. Is and that, that it is? and that am I known for that shit? Well, but like I mean. it comes from the cellar, I think, and like hanging out with guys like Patrice and shit like that, like because Patrice was legendary. <laughs> Woo! That's another level. Really? When Patrice fucked with you, you knew he liked you. Yeah, and that's the thing. Comics didn't get You're that. You're the same way. Like, yeah. it, 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 like <laughs> when you start fucking with me in Montreal, I'm like, okay, we're, we're cool. Oh, yeah. And then when you compliment <laughs> it, 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 when you compliment me, it means it, more. Yeah, it, it just makes the compliments yeah. more sincere, and I, and people, I know you're not bullshitting. When people say, oh, coming from you, I think that's kind of cool. I don't know how people view me. Mm-hmm. I just do my comedy and shit. Sure. But I forget I've been in the game long. 20 years, you're like, oh, yeah, damn. Because I look younger than what I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people go, and I have comics, literally, people say, man, whenever you're on stage, there's like a gang of comics back there watching. Oh, yeah. I don't sure. know that. Oh, yeah. Because I'm used to Chappelle being watched. And, right, nah, right, nah, right. And all those guys. So I forget. Like, I've been, I'm, I've earned my fucking yeah, man. keep. I may not it's have cool a to have that show, but my mic game is like, you know, dude, fuck what you yeah, heard. Dude. We all know. But, we all know. But here's another thing, though. Mm-hmm. I was talking to some comic that's close to me and shit, and there's an intimidation factor, too, that I found out about, that a lot of people don't include me in a lot of shit because of intimidation. Really? It's How so? Just, oh, fuck that dude. I ain't, nah, he might overtake. Oh, yeah, Because I heard, like, Greg Fitzsimmons, who's a good friend of mine, he said on a podcast, which I wasn't on, 
He goes, here's one thing I can't fucking figure out. Why Godfrey hasn't made it like bigger. Yeah. I don't, I cannot figure. People were telling me like, dude, did you hear Fitzsimmons fucking podcast? It's been spread like they're like, what is that about? I go, I don't know. I haven't pissed anybody off, really. If I, unless I was, maybe I was fucking with them. But if they got mad over that, fuck them. I don't. I yeah, got yeah, time yeah. For that shit. Yeah. If I'm fucking with you, like, yo, man, what the fuck is up with them shoot? Like, yeah. I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Man. If you're mad about that, and I didn't get on your pilot because I fucked with your <laughs> shoes, then fuck you. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, dude. we should be able to be men. Like, we should be able to be men and yes, fuck. Yeah. Like, what the fuck yes. happened to that? Dude, you dude, you were so cool. Uh, the first night we met, <laughs> did, you, do you remember how we met? At nah. the, the At the Bray Improv. And you ran up? <laughs> this motherfucker, man. Yeah. I was talking about, I had a midget joke. <laughs> this motherfucker, I see, like, somebody, something going past. Like, yeah, when they move fast, it's like a was flat. Moving. I was like this, what the fuck was that? And yeah. I see this body just moving, and this Brad, he comes up and starts humping my leg in the middle of the show. <laughs> on stage. Because you're doing a midget joke. Because yeah. I'm doing a midget joke. And, and I had ne- had not met. I never met him before. That's your home club, so you yeah, just hanging so. out. This was like, and I was like <laughs> laughing like, <laughs> That's, it was great, uh, and then on stage you had you had you had no idea who I, who I was, but you just go down and like and like you look at me, you go, "You're a comic, aren't you?" Like cause you knew, you yeah. knew. I knew he was a comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I because the timing was, was great. Because Brad is quick. He was oh, like, yeah. and I said, well, I said, I was deceiving me fast. Yeah, you know how you have a road in your house, like. <laughs> Fuck, man. And that motherfucker. I thought we set up traps. Yeah, what was that? I said, God damn. Yeah, you, can't, you can't play on this shit no, right that, here. That's incredible. But yeah. I, I've been, and I'm glad, you know, anytime I meet somebody and I may, I have time, you know how you don't remember half the time. Mm-hmm. And then a comic will say, man, you were really nice to me. And, I, I, and I'm glad because I'm not an asshole like that. No. You know? I'm. If, if I'm an asshole, maybe it's because I'm being a human being when you're being fucking wrong about yeah. something or you're treating somebody like shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to bust out a, a club, Eastville Club in New York. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will throw a Molotov cocktail in that fucking club. <laughs> Why is that? I'll shit on that club because the owner of the club, I don't mind calling his name is Marcos. Uh-huh. He treats comedians like shit. Mm. He's a fucking dick. He treats co- comedians like shit. And I don't like that, especially young comics that don't know any better. He oh, treats man. them right. like shit. And they don't know any better. Yeah, they so, don't right. And he, he had yeah. us fighting. He had me and Luis, you know, um, Luis Gomez, who's my dude. Mm-hmm. Luis Gomez, my boy. He had us fighting amongst each other for no reason. And Luis is a great dude. He's an awesome dude. He's an MMA guy. Has his own podcast, Legion of Skanks, with um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, with yeah, Jay yeah, Okerson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just trying to pitch you guys against each other. He was or? like in a weird way, and I and he's and he's very mean. To, and Ben Bailey wanted to beat his ass from Cash Cow. Yeah, yeah. Ben wanted to crush. Dude, his and skull. Ben's like the calmest guy. Oh, but you don't know Ben. Oh, really? Shit, Ben had, Ben body slammed a college student talking <laughs> shit. He's legendary for. Where's that, that video? A, I know he body slammed him. No yeah, shit. I think it's amazing, and he got a standing ovation for it. <laughs> ben, no, ben, but ben is another guy who keeps it real. Like he, it's like I'm, a, it's a, I'm a normal dude. I'm oh, yeah. not super mm-hmm. weird. I mean, I'm weird because I'm a comedian. Okay, narcissism. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm a normal motherfucker. I'm a, I like sports. I'm, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm you like a normal hang out? dude. You're a dude. If, you're t- yeah. if someone's being talked too crazy, I will go, yo, why are you talking to that dude? Like, yeah. why he didn't do shit to you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. You know what I mean? Have you always I, been like that? To yeah, kind of like I, speak my mom was and, like that. Okay. I don't. My parents are like that. I don't. I don't 
talk to the people that clean up the club. I the 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 jam. I don't talk to them crazy. I talk to them like they're grown men. Yeah. That's somebody's dad. Yeah. That's somebody's uncle. That that motherfucker is probably in somebody's life the most amazing yeah. individual. Yeah. So I don't talk to them as a man cleaning up shit. I don't do that kind of shit. It, it's so weird when you, you know? like sometimes and like I'll do that to the wait staff or the co- yeah, the cooks or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then they, they'll, they'll they'll say something like, "Oh man, no one talks to me." I go. Why not? Yeah, yeah it's, you're and cool I don't dude. do it to be fake humble. Yeah, I do it because I like people. I literally like people. I don't. You've always been that way. I don't, and there's people I don't like. I sometimes don't want to be around some motherfuckers. But I like, like there's a guy that makes the sandwiches at the Laugh Factory, the the, the little Mexican. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He came up to me. He said, "You're the best, man. How you doing?" I said, "How are you, man? What the fuck?" Because I always would try, chat with the guy. I would always... Oh, sorry. Yeah, we got to get this tighter. Okay. <laughs> Man, you really... Yeah, this is fucked up my friend. <laughs> I thought you were going to hump my leg again. <laughs> what the fuck, Going in for round two? Yeah. 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 So he... I missed it. <laughs> so, yeah, I've always been... You know, I had another cat that... I'm not going to mention his name, but... Um, starts with a P. But anyway, <laughs> but he kind of... He told me the same thing. He said, Man... You know, when I first came to the cellar, I was intimidated. There was, um, you had Patrice and Rich Vaughn, all these guys. Mm-hmm. And I felt ostracized. You were the only one that stepped out of the crowd and said, hey, man, what's your name? Oh, cool, man. You were nice to me. Now he has a show. He doesn't speak to me. He doesn't know. He act like he doesn't know me. Mm. And I, I think it's pretty fucked up. Wow. Like, yeah, he acted like he didn't know me. I was like, whoa, whoa, wow. We got history, man. I was like, yeah. I was like, you came up to me and told me that. I don't even remember. But I'm glad I was nice to you. But yeah. now you have a show. You think I mean, it, it, it's just because you get a show doesn't mean you're better than anybody. No, man. No, because there's, there's be- so many comics that are amazing that don't have First shows. First of all, this business is transient. It's very like it comes and goes, oh, my yeah. friend. Yeah. You don't know who the next. Even if the next motherfucker does come up, it's just transient shit. It's temporary shit. Some people don't know that. It comes and, I think and goes. Maybe you need to be in this for a minute to really understand it, and grasp that. Yeah, but. it's like you're not better than anybody. No. Mm-hmm. And, and how dare you not speak to the people that you came up with? Yeah. If you have a crew of guys you came up with, why the fuck are you talking to them again? These comics that do that kind of shit, I would fucking kidnap half these bastards yeah. and <laughs> kidnap them and never let them be seen again. Just because, you're resp- your act together. Yeah. Just because yeah. your responsibilities and the stakes yeah. might be bigger for what you're doing professionally. But that's professionally, fine, that, but why, why, why? That shouldn't take away from your why social should it take Like a guy like Gerard Carmichael, who's yeah. nice to everybody. Like, I thought yeah. it was fake. No, he's I that I thought it was fake, and uh. he always, yeah. when he see, hugs it. Hey. He was like that as an open micer. I mean, yeah. good mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. He yeah. keeps it consistent. He's really genuinely a nice guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have to be on any of his shows. But the fact that he's a nice guy like that, he's a fucking brilliant comic, yeah. and I'm like, I support that guy because yeah. he treats people nicely. Perfect. Fucking, and you deserve everything you get, man. Exactly. He's a good example for, especially the younger comics. Oh, yeah. That's how you should fucking be. Yeah, to where when you do get your show, all of us are going like, you know what? Good, good. for him, and yeah. then he'll good. bring people in. If he yeah. goes, if I find something for you, it's like a Louis C.K. is the same way. Yeah. If he finds something, he will look out for you. He's looked out for me, and, I never, yeah, and I'm not leave. his boy. Yeah. But he knows of me. He know, he observes everybody. He goes, I want you to do... He could put me on the first two seasons of Louie, like, yeah. for no audition. What He Dude. put me on the Chris Rock show three times. And a lot of comics won't do that shit for you. There's a lot of bitch-made-ass comics out here. Right, because they don't want I'm saying it on your wanna... podcast. There's a lot of bitch-made-ass <laughs> comics out here. Well, bitch-made. Mm-hmm. They don't act like real fucking men. And I'm like, you know, pay it forward if you can help yeah, your friend. 
Yeah. I'm saying if you can help them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to force it, but if, if they you have, can. And then your friend should have the skill to back himself, yeah. him or herself up and mm-hmm. not fuck your shit yeah. up. Yeah. But you, the fact that you don't because you feel like there's a lack of something, fuck you. How's that? <laughs> yeah. And also, you, it just uh, takes an extra awareness of like yeah. the people. Like, take advantage of the fact that you are in the grind, in the thick of it, and you yeah. know all these amazing people. Yeah, man. All you have to do is take a moment to, yeah, think, man. to think a little bit of what you're around and yeah. go, oh, I just can uh, get outside of myself and go, oh, yeah. that person would be great for this. Yeah, Let man. Me, we can both win out of I this. I know my, my grade school friends mm-hmm. that maybe they'll tweet me or whatever. And I tweet them back. They go, I didn't even think you would even remember. I go, why the fuck why not? when you were in my, yeah, we were in fifth yeah. grade. We went through grade school together. Yeah, that was a big time. They go, but they think, but they, the image of, of that celebrity being a dick. Of course. I was like, you all so molded prominent. me. You yeah. molded me as a child. I talk about shit from childhood, friends that I knew. And you, you text me. I'm like, what's up, man? Here's my number, dude. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. I'm that dude. I'm not, the fa- I'm not a fake. I, man, fuck that. Nope. So that's, and, your, that's your folks instilling that in you? Or, yeah, yeah, man. But it's like, first of all, I'm Nigerian. I'm West yeah. African. So West Africans ain't having that shit. They, no. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. I, this is what I loved about my dad. My parents aren't around anymore. But it was great when my dad, I would, he would see me on TV. Oh, I saw you on TV. I saw you. Very good. Very what proud of name? you. My father's Godfrey Sr. He'd be like, very proud of you. That was yeah. very good. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And then he'd be like, uh, throw out the garbage. Can you throw out the garbage <laughs> and clean, <laughs> clean this place? It's messy. He's Love my it. dad. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought me here, man. Yeah, like, yeah. he's the king in this motherfucker. And my whole language would change. I mean, you know, I'm a comic. We talk like this. When I talk to my father, it's a different language. Yeah. Sure. Dad. You I, go right back to hey, being a kid. Dad, yeah, so I talk to him with respect. Mm-hmm. And I sit the fuck down. And he goes, you know, sit down. I want to talk. And I sit there while he's watching CNN. I watched CNN with him for three fucking hours. <laughs> same goddamn footage. <laughs> and I sit there because yeah. it's my fucking dad. Yeah, man. Period. Yeah. And my mother, same way. That's it, man. You go to your house when you go to your hometown and see how normal shit is. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. And you go, oh, shit. There it's are no lights. There are no nothing. Right, right, right. This That's like, yeah, motherfucker. That's how life is 90% of the time. I was time. just going to say, man, we are in such a small 90% bubble of... 90% of the time. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be guys in New York, yeah. guys, guys in LA. Like Then you no go doubt. back and you go, oh, yeah, that's not how And some people go, I got to leave is. and go back to this phony shit. Yeah. And you, see the, and you see the people that, that take that uh, bubble that we live in and try to bring that to back home or where yeah. the 90% of yeah. how people yeah. are living. And, yeah. and that's why it stands out. And that's why people are like, oh, shit, man, what the fuck's... Why yeah. are you talking like that? Why are you acting like... I mean, yeah. there is... You know, the business does... No, no, the being business, in it, it does affect you it did, in a did, it, it did. I was um, bi-coastal seven years, man. Yeah. I mm-hmm. lived up there in Wilshire and Plymouth, man. I was I was talking that language, too. Yeah. I was like, I guess you got to kind of... It's almost You're like getting an bit. accent when you live in a country for yeah. a long time. I said, I got to get that L.A. Hey, let's do lunch shit and point fingers and, <laughs> and, and lie to people. Yeah, and, not make and, eye and contact when you talk to them. And, right, and, and, right, and right. cats that would take your number down... And then not call you, and you're calling them. And I, I would tell them, hey, my man, let me tell you something, dude. You came to me, yeah. and you saw what the fuck I do on stage. See, with the shit that I, we do on stage is I'm so like happy to be a comedian because if we're not doing any acting, we can go on stage and create and, and get that adulation and go, yeah, there's a reason why I'm fucking here. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's yeah. what's still great about we we were blessed to be comics, man. We can be like, we could always perform. Yeah. We can feel a certain way and go, I'll talk about that later. 
Yeah. I'm talking about that Isn't later. Isn't that the fucking greatest? It's the greatest shit. The being a comedian is such a blessing. I don't sleep on that ever, man. The no, fact oh, that never. I, I never I do. something, I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. oh, fuck I just talk about that. Oh, man. And yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Get it's like out. when I'm doing my shit mm-hmm. and somebody comes into my realm, some motherfucker that I got to meet in the morning mm-hmm. that doesn't know shit about comedy and wants to talk to me and then plays me off, blows me off, I got to let him know. I go, my man. Listen, dude, don't ever do that shit to me. I'm not that dude, man. Don't do that to me. Don't mm-hmm. make me look like I'm chasing you, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because what I do, you can't fuck with what I do, man. You, you, when you uh... come into the comedy realm, you motherfuckers, you come, in, you come around us, we work hard at our shit. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do it, ever. That's the uh, you know bu- what I mean? Buddy Hackett quote where he's like, don't, don't listen to anyone that never had the courage to walk that last 10 feet. And, and that's the last 10 feet from the side of the stage to the Word. stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. don't do that to me. I was just creating some shit, and the people that these people don't even know me, and I'm murdering like people from different countries, and you're killing and connecting, and some fuckhead with a clipboard comes in and goes, "Hey, you should uh, we have a meeting." And yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I'm not saying everybody's like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't want people to take the plug and go, "He with me?" I'm like, nah. This shit means a lot to me, and I don't need you. That's like going up to Jordan and just like, "Hey, man," uh, while he's shooting hoops. Yeah. You just like, hey, uh, can you come over and play? Uh, I want to play some ball with you over there. He goes, did you see what the fuck I did tonight? <laughs> I scored sixty points, and you want me to come to your stupid ass court, and yeah. then you fucking don't show up? Like, yeah, yeah. don't waste my time, yeah. dude. Love leave me that. the. I tell people, leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. I don't need to be on your shit. Don't bother me. I'm not saying that. You know. Nothing's guaranteed. I get we get yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't make me chase you after you've approached me like a chick. You gave me the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and, calling you. And now it's like, oh, who are you? What I, are you? I go like yeah. this. Listen, miss. I'm a grown man. I fuck a lot. All grown men fuck a lot. Don't pretty has been pretty has been on this planet thousands of years and it's going to be dead one day. Don't do that to me. I'm not the dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make me out to be the the the, the stalker cuz I'm not a stalker. Mhm. Even the woman I live with, <laughs> I don't even smother her. We don't, because we, we're not like that. Yeah, yeah. I, we give space within our space. So don't ever do that shit to me. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that. that's a, <laughs> no, I don't play that shit. <laughs> that's a, I, I mean, mean fucking mic drop yeah, moment dude, from Godfrey yeah. right there. I'm I'll, just saying, mic yeah, drop. Yeah. I want to know, what, what do you find most fulfilling about stand-up now in 2016? Uh, that, oh, you, that you In 2016? Uh, that that oh. changed from, like, you've been doing it how long again? About 20, 20 years? About going to 20, yeah. Yeah, so let's say maybe the first few years versus, like, now. Like, the oh, similar well, challenges or... It's comfortable, it's yeah. challenging, but I'm, com- I'm so seasoned that you're comfortable with challenges. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I go, oh, I got to talk about this. Here I go. Yeah, and it's, fun. it's not and like you're, you're not in your fifth anymore. year trying to do some heavy right. shit. I'm like, I, I. You know been, how you think about something when you see. But it here's read the thing: it, yeah? when you're in it for a year, how long you been in it? Nine years. Okay, mm-hmm. nine. Thirteen. Thirteen. So the ten year mark is when you go. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's like in martial arts. After ten years of martial arts, you're like, oh, you strike with without even looking. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I see why we're doing those drills. Yeah, I, it's automatic with me now. Yeah, you don't even think about yeah, it. Yeah, now it's the beginning. They say in martial arts. Now, you, when you get your black belt, you begin, now you begin to be a martial artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything else was just like a step, stepping, yeah, yeah, yeah. stepping. That's when, uh, yeah. Uh, and Seinfeld told me, I was in Comedian. I was in two scenes in Comedian. I'm in that documentary. Yeah. He told hey, me. What? That's, uh, yeah, I had hair at the time. I'm sitting okay, at the table. Yeah. And he told me, and he's giving me advice, like on some sneak tip, like an hour talking to me. Wow. That's Jim Norton. He was watching Mad. Jordan Norton's like, I hate you. <laughs> 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 I hate your face. 
Ah, you, you Seinfeld, you make me sick. I just want to throw a cup of AIDS on you. <laughs> Yuck. Great so, Norton. So, um... <laughs> can, you do a no, Seinf- can you do a Seinfeld? So Seinfeld's like... Oh, I, I mean... Because I, mean, I, was, I was doing a camel joke when I went to Egypt. I was doing a camel joke. And I had just come back from Egypt. I dropped my bags, mm-hmm. it was, and I, w- I did my set you after were, I came. I was jet lag. I, st- I had jokes on this camel you ride. You were performing they, in Egypt? I, no, I was just um, okay. New Year's. Just gotcha. I travel. Yeah. And so I had jokes about these guys trying to get me on the camel, and I was like, "Fuck that, these Egyptian guys." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I talked about it. I went on stage, did the whole thing, murdered with that shit. It was new, and I was just I was imitating. Did the you tell camel. the guys like at a table story wise before you get on stage, no, or no, is it the just, first time? In my head off okay. the plane. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I booked myself a spot at the cellar because I knew I was coming back around five, six, and I knew my spot was at like one o'clock in the morning. Wow. So I went and I did it and it killed. And Seinfeld went up after me and mm-hmm. he was like, I, uh, he's like, that was a good joke about the camel. <laughs> you go like this the way he broke the camel down, did the whole, he, he liked what I did. Wow. So yeah. a couple weeks later, he had stopped me and said, hey, man, I want to talk to you because he was impressed by me, which was cool. And it's incredible. I had been doing it about eight or nine years at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, how long have you been doing comedy? I said, like, nine years. He goes, oh, well, that's kindergarten. You're a nine-year-old in comedy. Remember that. He, he wasn't even putting me down. Wow. He was giving me advice. He said, remember your years in comedy is like you growing up as a, like, oh, as a human being. Mm-hmm. And that will keep your perspective. So you're wow. a nine-year-old. You're yeah. a 13-year-old. I'm a 20-year-old. I'm not even 21 yet. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> Comedy is that difficult. Oh, wait. Though. Yeah, but that's Damn what it. a great way to yeah. just immediately keep you humble, a, though. He, he's such a wise dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's always <laughs> makes sense. Like, whenever he's talking, like in Howard Stern, he, he, Howard Stern you got to listen to his Howard Stern interviews. Sure. He's so logical. You go, yeah, that's for, He always goes, he's always, because comedians are like, we always need a feeding. We always need that audience. It's like we need to be fed. Mm-hmm. Our, our adulation yeah. it's like we're always hung, you know yeah. he goes he says are you always mad he goes well I'm always annoyed he goes <laughs> I'm, I'm always, annoyed. he says I'm always annoyed but Feeds that's it. what keeps it going yeah. Yeah. because every comic is angry I don't give a fuck who you are oh, we yeah. all have an anger sure. in us got something that's what keeps us just how much how do you filter that through what you're talking about on stage right, it keeps right? comedy funny because yeah. you're mad at shit you're yeah. annoyed at shit yeah because if you're just if you're happy with everything that's going on then that's not but that's, that's just not real yeah and there's no Look conflict how angry Cosby was that's all I'm saying. Look how angry he was at women. Yeah, but there's always an anger somewhere. And even that happy yeah, comedy look at, that look he look did. Look at Rob Williams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, you know what I'm saying? There's oh, always yeah. there's a disturbance. There's always something that's driving us, some dark force in some mm-hmm. kind of way. Whether it's it's different levels of it. Sure. Like me, sure. I'm an angry. I'm a black dude that's angry at injustice all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm angry at I'm angry at irresponsible black people. I'm in, I'm I'm angry at racist white folks i'm angry at a lot of shit mm-hmm. angry, constantly yeah con- oh yeah constantly yeah. i see images on tv and i go they're still doing this stu- stupid ass shit mm-hmm. they're still doing this stupid ass shit they're still doing this st- yesterday at the improv i did a whole joke about they have this uh movie coming out about this african chess player oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, queen of Kitway, yeah queen of and Pathway. i made yeah, fun yeah. of it yeah because i'm as an african i'm like oh shit <laughs> so i started going there are no chess pieces here you will never play again but i want to play chess please 
I want to play. My father said I can play. You cannot play chess here. God. I can just picture it, and then all of a sudden, and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Listen, motherfucker. <laughs> no chess will be played here. Do you hear me, you little African motherfucker? I ain't got time for this shit. It's so oh sad. My like, God. You know what I mean? It's so, it, it, it of course, oh, yeah. it did. It, Fucking Fuck love it, yeah, love it. Like this was at the improv late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, y'all. That's a great bit, dude. And it was like, <laughs> I cre- mer- and it was new, and I yeah. did it. But that's my my anger. That, but it's it, it's for the funny though. Yeah, because right. I was gonna say when you see something and you do get riled up about it, how do you differentiate between like I'm gonna talk about that tonight or I need to sit on that for a few no, weeks? No, I'm and- talking about it tonight. Okay, Fuck yeah. That. Even if I come off angry, so what? You got to let it out there first, and right. you adjust from there. It's like in acting. Mm-hmm. You always go big and then cut it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You always give an all and then go, okay, I know what I need to do. That was a little too angry. Yeah. Let me come back. Right. Because it's a lot. And be fucked out. Yeah. It's a lot easier to tone it down. Tone than it to, down. To right. It back. Have you always been completely fearless as far as like and committed to uh, like yeah. a new bit or anything? Yeah. Because yeah. you strike me as someone who just knows I'm not going to get to uh, um, understand the full potential of yeah. a bit or something if I don't go all in immediately, right? Yeah, I, I've always been a guy that always changed my jokes. I've always tried new shit. I mean, people who have uh, have middled for me have seen me do six different hours on a weekend. Wow. Yeah, yeah there's cats that are like, you're my new favorite. I, I got to see that. That's incredible. What was that? Yeah, you did that at the uh, ethnic show where like you would just host and do yeah. a different... I did, and we did 20, um, how many trails? 15? <laughs> fucking A. And yeah, yeah. Like, you did new shit every motherfucking time. And I was like, but I've always been like that. I've always done new shit and worked on new shit. So I would just have a lot of shit. Because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't afraid. Yeah. I wasn't afraid to like, oh, I might bomb, but I was confident that I'll make it funny. I'll, like, I'll be like, well, I'm going to make it funny. Yeah, and then you're 20 years in and you're confident in your voice and you yeah. know and you know that yeah. you have the capability yeah. to, to do it. So why not just try talking about it? Because I was shit a lot too when I was in my like seventh year. Yeah. I was just, no, fuck that. Fifth, yeah, I was just like, I'm going to try new shit again. And then mm-hmm. I would do late night a lot. Mm-hmm. I was always doing late night. Yeah. And I still do late night. Yeah. And then when I started doing late night, I stayed at late night at the cellar 15 years. I stayed late night. I stayed last. I said, I want to go, I want to go last. I, I like late night mm-hmm. because it's like it's more freeing. I don't have to worry about. Yeah. And usually, and it used to be where there was only a few people at the cellar at late night. Now it's packed. <laughs> but I still do late night because they're tired. I want them to be tired. I want them to have seen everything. Yeah. So then I know how good this joke is. And I still murder at 2 in the morning. I'm like, oh, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, that was yeah, one of the first times I saw you at the cellar, and it was like super late. I'm I remember, and I remember late. seeing you crush so hard that late, and that was like, you know, to somebody who's just starting out, you're like, oh, you, that's possible? Because I had all these like yeah. preconceived notions about But like, a lot of comics will be like, oh, man, who's going up and crying and shit, and who's up on stage? I don't do that shit. I go, who's up? I don't, I don't give a fuck who's up. I'm yeah, going up when I need to. Because there's a quote, Bernie Mac is like, Bernie Mac, because I started in Bernie Mac's club. What? Man, dude, you don't know my ilk, do you? I'm telling you, my ilk. I like that shit. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what that means not, or where you got it, but I'm like taking where it. You, yeah. What mold you, where you, where you cut your fucking teeth at. Yeah. I, the Jews, I started the Jews in, called chutzpah, I think. Right. That's, yeah. that's a lot of gut, yeah. guts, yeah. like chutzpah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I met Bernie on the south side of Chicago They were because I wanted to do black comedy. Like I was doing mainstream, but I was like, I want to do black urban shit. And they would go, go see Bernie Mac. And I was like, okay. And I saw this dude on the stage. He was like, let me tell you, I'm tired of this shit. You motherfuckers don't understand. Let me see you. America, you see these motherfuckers? And I was like, who is this motherfucker? Yeah. Murder. When I say, when I tell you destroy, listen, man, 
Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac was a fucking. That's to this I'm day sorry, never seen anything like Harvey it. Yeah, he couldn't follow him. None of these guys yeah. could follow him. That's why in Kings of Comedy he was last. Yeah, they can't. Bernie was a motherfucker. His timing was perfect. Bernie's like six two, and he dark skinned yeah. real charismatic yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker was like he could be. He could have been a pimp. He could have been a CEO <laughs> or something. No, he could have been anything. Yeah. Whatever he, he could have universal swagger for that any. That motherfucker yeah. was so cold. Yeah. Like you wish you were cool as him. But Bernie took me under his wing. Mm-hmm. I got the privilege. No There's a guy named Evan Lionel. Mm-hmm. He's a comic. He's been out here for years. Like he's an older dude. He's like my older brother. Him and Bernie were really tight. And 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 he, you can ask him. Like he would me him and Bernie would sit down and Bernie would advise me. This is my second year in the comedy. Oh my God, I'm sitting with man. Bernie Mac and his wife at three in the morning at the Cotton Club in Chicago, and Bernie be like, "Let me tell you something." <laughs> Who going to pass the torch? You motherfuckers got under that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me, like, yeah, you're versatile. Keep that shit up. Like, give me advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why Bernie Mac even said in one quote, he's on, I think it was Oprah. He goes, do you ever care who's going up? He goes, I'll never care who it is. Because I always know Bernie Mac got to do his thing. <laughs> and it's just, wow. And that, it's so, and it's so simple, but so powerful. Shit, yeah. yeah. And the George Wilborn, another guy, George Wilborn, a black comic or host who hosted this club called Alter Society in Chicago. I learned how to host from, he was a murderer too. Like I came from the, and D.L. Hughley coming into Chicago. I would learn from like dope dudes like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get, when you get that, come on, you get advice from Seinfeld. Then I worked on the Cosby show. I was the audience coordinator. What? Yeah. Yeah. 97. Audience with, warm uh, up. Yeah. Right. I was an audience warm up. Eight hours of comedy I had to do. I mean, Mike Epps no... was my roommate at the time oh, in, the, in, in Long Island, uh, Queens, Long Island City, Queens. That's nuts. What eight. would you do for eight? I mean, the audience... I would tell jokes. Yeah. And I get an hour break and then I have to do four, six, five, six more hours of talking to the audience. Well, of course, there's no there's better training. In That's incredible. And I would do that. And Cosby started to come out and started doing his sets. He started doing sets. You probably made it look was, so fun, huh? Because mm-hmm. I, bra- I was breaking these people the fuck off. But I was clean. Yeah. I was very clean. It was, I'm not, it's not hard for me to do clean Yeah, stuff. no. And so Cosby started coming out doing, some telling, doing a monologue. He started telling jokes. Before I would get the mic, he would go come out, tell jokes, murder, pass the mic to me and say, follow that shit. <laughs> what? I'd be like, and I'd be like... I love this shit. Good. Got it. Wait, you think I he made heard, him come out. Yeah, I was gonna say, he, he started doing you, it because I like, was This is killing. my show. This guy's fucking. Yep. Yeah. They're going to think about him the whole yep. time I'm up there I, acting. I was right there. Ask, there's a dude named Mike, this guy who was the sound guy who comes to see me. I've known him for a long time. You can ask him. He, he was the one that fixed the mics. He set the mics up. He remembers. I used to murder that bitch. And Cosby would come out. <laughs> I remember one time I was imitating Cosby. And Cosby was behind me. I didn't know, it, know he was. Look at that funny motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't talk like that. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was just talking like you and then say ba doo And yeah. So that's the kind of shit I came from. And I've had really good like training, you could say. Yeah. It's like a Navy SEAL when you go, Yo, Well, dude, because you've been SEAL, dude. You, you you've been to the trenches with with the greatest of them. Literally. Uh, you know, the, your Seinfelds, your Bernie Max or whoever. Like so and you've come out on the other side and you're and yeah. as someone who's seen you perform so many times. Yeah. It's, all, it, 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 it's always an experience, and it's always... I want it to be that way. I want it's it always to be powerful. Kind of exper- Damn. Yeah. I want it to be an experience. Wrap it up? You good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's good. Yeah, we're good. I, got, I just got to tell my... Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll pause it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, oh, the traffic's going to be... I can't even... You going to the west side? I'm going to Culver. Yeah. I think I'll be all right. I don't know. For, for what time? Um, It's what three, time? but I want to tell them I'm running late. 
<laughs> I know. I've been trying to knock out everything. We'll be going. Well, yeah, we've been going for an hour. So yeah, yeah we'll, this is great. Oh, well, it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah, this is unbelievable. Are you kidding me? I, I want to come back. We could do. I mean, but you know, dude, you're well, we could. T- I mean, yeah, we could do you, three you hours said, right now. We, yeah, you said you're going to be coming to L.A. more now. So yes. yeah, anytime you're here, yeah, you're like, come on back, my friend. Yeah, yeah dude, open I, door. I because I've done Mark Marin's got me on there twice and. And and which was really cool. Judd Apatow was like, "That's my favorite episode. Your episode." Apatow told me last. Oh, week. that's yeah, so cool. Dude. It was yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was phenomenal. I, my thing is, I just talk, man. I just well, because yeah, but but see, it's so effort, uh, effortless for you to be this articulate and like funny and engaging. And it's like, dude, that take everything that you've like to be that cognizant of like every moment that you've stumbled upon, like with the the, the advice, and then you jump into an impression of it. I mean, you're just like, that's not. You know, I know you don't sleep on how incredible it is to be that good at conversing. I, I don't. I don't. You know, I grew up on Johnny Carson and watching the Honeymooners and watching like Red Fox and just great stand-up comics, like talented motherfucker Carol O'Connor, Archie. But I mean, I watched like when you grow up on no, that kind of talent. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, there's no way if I get into comedy, I don't want to be fucking whack. I don't want to be like average. I want people to go. Yo, what the fuck was that? Yeah, right. You know that because there can be ten comics that are all funny. Yeah, but what did you leave in the in the room? What did you leave? What did they leave with? Yeah, yeah. Did they leave with anything? It's just a bunch of guys that were funny and girls that were funny. But what did they leave with? Mm-hmm. Like Maria Bamford, you leave with something. Like, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Was right, that? right, right. You talking? You leave with something. You know, and you know she and it took her a long time to make it. Oh yeah, to find. But that. she's a beast. Like. It's like they don't know what to do when they see genius, man. It's yeah. like yeah. look at what you, when you you leave, you go, man, Maria Bamford, yo, what the yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And, yeah, and only now she has a show. Like, it, like I love that she had good for her. And she's yeah. the nicest lady on the planet. Oh, right? so she's sweet. So sweet. Yeah. The nicest lady. And she was like, I so nice to meet you. I was like, fuck that. Wow. Nice to meet that's you. Amazing, right? <laughs> you know, like Bill Burr. When you leave, you're like, what the fuck was oh, yeah, that? Dude. Like that's the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's coming into that 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 realm, like you know, because he has he has a Brad has a lot of shit in his life yeah. that I can't wait to see him transition to transition, yeah. you know, transition to because mm-hmm. he does the thing. I'm a small guy, blah, 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 but then there's gonna be a point where they're like, oh, you're a human being now. Yep. Yeah. Because he got some shit he told me. I go, I can't wait to see this shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Brad is gonna be nasty. Oh, yeah. I'm working I'm on it. You, but, but it's, it's hard. Yeah. But you need to go to those little rooms when there's not a lot of people and, and work on it. Don't do it on just, the don't do it right. on the fucking weekend shit. Do it when it's shitty and go, all right, I'm is, a, I'm yeah. a, I'm gonna work this so out. So I want him to get him into the and store so it, bad, you know. Find a yeah. funny way to do that Brad does it. Find it in a funny right. way that Brad does it. Yeah. Um, because you gotta start to I think if you wanna go to that next oh, level. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, ah. because most of the time you're working out of the shits for a it's full sold out crowd that's right. like already likes everything you're doing. Yeah, so you're not like getting fine, but then you gotta but you're not go getting the full like on, true test of it. And yeah. do them little tiny shits. Oh yeah, dude. And go, I'm gonna work on my shit over here. Yep. This little 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 lounge down yeah. here and work on that. And you know, and you'll be experiencing that too. When you get to your tenth year, you'll be like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'm this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go there. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It's fun. It's, a beautiful it, 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 it's such a fun and then job that it's we have. Amazing, We're so dude. fucking lucky. You gotta come back any Yeah, I mean, dude. like this, you know. I told Brad, I said, I heard your shit is fire. Your yeah. podcast. Oh, thanks, dude. You heard you, you guys, I said, I'm gonna do it. But I tried to do it last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a few times. But I would do it anyway if you had one viewer because you're my friend. So uh, I would do it anyway. I appreciate it. If you're my friend, you cool. I'll do, I don't give a fuck. I'll, yeah, I'll do your shit. Yeah, because we I'm just, not too, we I just don't do hung that. out. 
It, it, yeah, it's great. Why wouldn't hung, I do yeah, it? Yeah, you just get to hang out with your boys. I got my buddy James Goff. He's a comic in um, New York. He's busting his ass. He has two kids. Black dude, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. He's busting his ass. And he, you know, he's a guy that no one knows. Yeah. You know, but I'm giving him a shout out. And he works hard as hell. And he has a podcast. I do his podcast anytime he wants because he's my friend. Yeah. I go, if, if, if that's important to you, because I don't realize how popular I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, man, I got you, man. I'm like dead dude. I'm just like, yeah, what do you need? Oh, fuck, I don't sure. care. We'll hang out for an hour, and then if it helps you, fucking hang. Whatever. Great. Yeah, it uh, works out. Shit. Well, listen, man, selfishly, I have to say, too, like, and, you know, you mentioned, like, people, when they see you on stage, like, staying in the back to watch, but it's like, man, the day I saw you became a huge, f- I've been so, like, it's, I'm, I didn't want to geek out on the podcast, but, dude, you're one of my favorite comics. Man, so, never, it's like, I, I, I like that. And, like, you know, anybody, dudes right? on dudes, like, they don't fucking, you know, <laughs> no, when you don't know somebody. So like, and we've had, like, a handful of conversations yeah, at clubs, yeah. but it's like, and, again, you're talking about just always being nice and personable. And that? so, like, that is, that's goes leaps and bounds because for somebody who like me coming up and uh, and to be such a fan and then to see you out and you to be cordial and personal just those things add to the pot of of driving you because you're like oh fuck like yeah. the dudes i look up to and i'm a fan of like yeah. not like we had a conversation about no, oh no, man, man keep yeah. at it and whatever yeah, but yeah. it was like just you being nice was like fuck i mean because it's feels it's the already, fire already afraid as a canoe comic, you come around, you see people you like, and they can be shit. It's, it's scary. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I'm like, hey, hey what up? Mm-hmm. I get it, because I was in that position. Yeah. Where you see somebody, you're like, oh, fuck, I hope they're not an asshole to me. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I believe in that. Like, hey, man, and it's cool. Like, I've had guys come up to me, young little dudes, yo, man, you're our favorite, man. And these are millennials that are tweeting all that. I just go, that's mm-hmm. dope. They go, and then you're nice to them. I'm thinking about doing comedy. You say, hey, man, just, hey. Do Start it. doing Just it. Keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start you know? doing it. Guess what? That even that taking the time for that little exchange is. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so huge. that's how I believe. I, that's my philosophy, and I, you know, I hope when I, if I get to a certain level that I get to where I have enough juice, I'm gonna keep it like that. I'm not gonna be like some of these punk bitch ass comics that do this shit, turn their backs on their friends. I'm not talking about me in general, but their friends, their crew, turn their backs on them and yeah. act a fucking ass, especially when you're mediocre at best on your mic game, bitch. <laughs> Love it, man. Right. Godfrey, you are you are it's one of the great ones. all about the Wu-Tang. <laughs> Every time I walk, I feel the Wu-Tang is coming up in the moonlight, like the bat signal. I always fucking, I always bow to the Wu-Tang. I'm always got that Wu-Tang energy. Oh, Remember that shit. Ghostface Killer will be Word. proud. Fuck, Ghostface, Raekwon, respect the deck. You got I hang with you God. You God, my man. All that shit. Wu, baby, all day. Fuck that. Wow. We out. Good night. Out. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also... 
Get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.